22nd. Hopefully you're listening to this on the weekend. If you're listening to it next week, that's fine too. But uh, we want to get to some of the cool events that are happening this weekend in our Small Bite episode. And TGIF, especially because... We went to school this week, Dory. Oh, yes, we did. (laughs) (laughs) This is an Abby Eats St. Louis Small Bite. I'm Abby Larico, joined in the podcast booth with producer Dory Olmos. Hello. And we dropped a fun episode this week that, I'm not going to lie, was a pain to edit in a lot of ways because we roll into the school with 11 kids? Uh, something like that. Something like a, about a dozen kids. I think um, my ears are still ringing, too, from, from that From the visit. lunch, the cafeteria <laughs> lunch. Yeah, so if you guys missed our story episode this week, it was a fun one to go do for a lot of different reasons. One is was definitely proof that we are not the snobby restaurant review podcast that some of you might have <laughs> accused us of being when we first told you about the podcast existing. Um, we went to a cafeteria, and we joined the middle school students, 7th and 8th grade at Liberty Middle School in Edwardsville, Illinois. And they were a little, they were a treat. They were great. They were were fun. (laughs) They were super fun. It was really cool to talk to them about, you know, what lunch is really like for them. I love how self-aware they are about the different um, stereotypes and what people think middle school lunch is like as compared to what it really is. Uh, Dora, what surprised you the most by going to lunch there? I was really shocked how many kids loved the lunch there. Um, So many of them were buying the lunch there and really digging it. Um, And they're like, oh, yeah, the teriyaki chicken. That's the best. Everybody goes crazy for it and gets seconds. I was just really blown away that the kids love it. Yes. They weren't complaining. I agree with you completely on that, especially because, and we touched on this a bit in the episode, and I frankly took a stand on the whole um, complaining about health-conscious lunches because, (laughs) let's be honest here, I mean, they're having to feed masses of children with various nutritional needs and dietary needs, and yes, that means they can't smother everything in bacon and salt and butter like they might have when you Mm. were a kid, but... The kids still really liked it. And then also they had so many options. They That's did, what surprised yes. me the most. I For mean, middle schoolers. Yes. Yeah. Yes, which I think is really smart, too, because you also have to teach kids how to make decisions on mm. their own. And the fact that they have to, and I don't think I was able to get this part into the episode much, but the fact that the kids have to pick, you know, an entree, they have to pick fruits, and they have to pick some kind of calcium-related dairy mm-hmm. product, you know. So it was a, that was cool to see that they're actually learning how to build healthy meals, too. Yep. So it was were, fun. were you a kid who brought your school or brought your lunch to school? I was I was definitely a kid who packed almost every single day grade yeah. school. I did a combination of both. We would get the menus ahead of time and mm-hmm. I would, you know, circle which days I wanted to definitely buy. But um, so I'd say I was about 50-50, but I have a confession that actually makes me sick to my stomach these days. So I was really picky when it came to um, – like sandwiches and things. I wasn't the kid who my mom could just make me a peanut butter and jelly and just call Same. it good. Yep. Um, my mom would go to bread company and get a good loaf of sourdough bread and then go to the deli and get like nice salami that was sliced fresh. And I wanted a salami sandwich on sourdough bread. That's what I told her I'd want. But then I didn't like the way it smelled when I took it out of my lunch bag. <laughs> so for years, I just threw my sandwich away. Isn't that horrible? It's criminal. It's horrible. I think about it now because, like, food waste is one of those things that really gets under my skin. And so the fact that this is a a thing that I did is just (sighs) – 
sickening to me. And that sounds uh, good for lunch right now. I know. I'm like, that's literally what I have to make sandwiches in my fridge Uh right now. And I was just being a brat. I would insist on having like, you know, ramen noodles or something like that. That I got sick of them before I even went to college. I played it wrong. But that's a little worse than my confession that I was going to have for school lunches. So I would bring, like I said, almost every day. During Lent on Fridays when there was cheese pizza, I would buy then because I was super picky. Mm -hmm. But like the one other day every year that I always bought lunch was the White Castle Day at school. Oh, my God. You had White Castle Day? (laughs) One day every year there was White Castle Day. And I would would be in the lunch line getting my two little White Castle sliders. I love White Castles. I mean, yeah. Sometimes (laughs) you just got to nom on a Crave case. But as an elementary schooler? Yeah. That's actually really funny. Yep. Yep. Man, that sounds like that would wreak havoc for a janitor's day. I can't imagine. I don't uh, want to think about that, but I, mm-hmm. I, that was my day every year. I was in the lunch line. That's yeah. really exciting. I'm happy for you <laughs> that you had great. that. I remember it. <laughs> that you had that. So moving forward here, of course, if you didn't get a chance to listen to the school lunch episode, um, please give that a listen. Let us know what you think and let us know what you had for lunch when you were a kid, if it's changed significantly or what your thoughts are in general on that. That was a super fun one to yeah, shoot. Yeah, it was fun. Um, again, editing audio-wise was a little tricky, but uh, hopefully your ears are feel good listening <laughs> to the podcast version. Um, looking forward to the door, we got some, some decent food news out of St. Louis here this week. Yeah, so one of the things we've been really excited about, of course, the St. Louis Wheel coming and the Soda Fountain. Well, we have official opening dates for those. Nice. Mark your calendar for September 30th, that's when everything's going to open up to everyone. Um, if you might, if you haven't heard about it yet, the Soda Fountain Restaurant's going to be kind of like a retro diner. Yeah. Greasy spoon food, some modern twist to it, but like the big thing they're pumping out there are their freak shakes. Those are those huge, crazy shareable shakes that are in crazy colors with cupcakes and slices of cakes and pretzels and all kinds of stuff on them. Crazy, crazy stuff. Yes. Yes. We've been talking about this one for a while. It's been really cool to see that uh, wheel popping up on the skyline. So it's exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, A a date in sight now for that. Yes. Yes. I'm actually getting a little bit of a preview. Yeah. Jealous. I know. I know. If you have a plus one, you know who to bring. Oh, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll... I'll, Anybody here listening wants to come with me? Anyway, next story. Oh, (laughs) Okay, moving on. We'll we'll talk later off <laughs> All right. the podcast. Fair. Um, Sugar Fire adding some more awards to its. Who knows even how many awards that they have at this point? I bet you they don't even know how many awards they have. I don't have. think so. So this one is from the American Royal World Series of Poker. Uh, I almost said World Series of Poker. I mean, they probably have an award from there too. Honestly, <laughs> the American Mike Ro- Johnson is a is a very talented dude. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the American Royal World Series of Barbecue. They got first place in baked beans. Um, five of the six judges gave them a perfect score on that. So. Wow. I don't like baked beans, so I can't vouch for them. Uh, but apparently they're high. I like spicy. good baked beans. Yeah, I'm sure are theirs good. are pretty good. Then yeah, uh, they also got third place overall in the side dish category. So, congrats to Sugar Fire. Absolutely. Which everybody knows that that's like the one of the more important decisions you're making when it comes to barbecue. Yes. I mean, in St. Louis, you can't really make a bad decision when it comes to where you're going for barbecue. But the sides, that's always so tricky. Yes, very tricky. So tricky. Um, Okay, so this one was kind of exciting that I saw this week. It Mm -hmm. is Oktoberfest season, and St. Louis has one of the best Oktoberfest scenes around, apparently. No need to go to Germany. We've got the 17th best 
in the U.S., according to WalletHub. Interesting. Yes. So they gave us especially good props for uh, keeping to a traditional sort of vibe, which comes as no surprise to us here in St. Louis since we have such a rich German heritage and history in our town. Totally. And I mean, not just history, but also current and future with the, you know, the breweries and Mm -hmm. things like that. I mean, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the other Oktoberfest celebrations that are happening yep, they're you know, starting. in yep. the in the weekend planner, yes. But I mean, I know uh, Urban Chestnut always does something. Like, I feel like every time I go into Urban Chestnut, I'm at a mini Oktoberfest <laughs> yes. to get a good pretzel or something. It's very delicious. So way to go, St. Louis. I'm a little bummed we're not higher than 17th. I, I know. Will there were some weird ones on the list. Like, apparently Cincinnati has a really good event they do every year they with have like something. hundreds of thousands right I but there were so. some others that i don't know i feel like we could probably be better than them yes anyway. well, what goes be- together better than beer and bratwurst in oktoberfest we're talking weird combinations now so i was trying to transition to that i don't know <laughs> no, that's all right. you did all right there um this one actually sounds pretty good pizza hut and cheese it's team i'm a big cheese it fan me too oh i love cheese the, the toasty ones especially yeah um so they're teaming up so these are going to be like giant Cheez-Its that are stuffed with pizza toppings, cheese, uh, pepperoni, and sauce, almost like a Hot Pocket. Hmm. Those are going to be available for sale through Pizza Hut. Will you try it? Oh, totally. Yeah. I totally would, yeah. I mean, I think I'll try it. It's just interesting because it's not like when they made Doritos tacos at Taco Bell, for example. You know what makes a Dorito a Dorito. It's that seasoning mm-hmm. on there. Cheese it it's kind of the cracker itself. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be the part that's a little weird to me. Um, and also, Cheez-Its, as much as I love you, you are horrible for me. Like, I will <laughs> sit there and grab some from the break room when I just yeah. need something to eat. And next thing you know, I've eaten like 600 calories worth of Cheez-Its without even thinking about it. They're horrible for you. Um, that being said, I absolutely will try this too. (laughs) And while we're talking about cheese in unique ways, I want to give a quick shout out to the St. Louis girl who went viral on Twitter this week for figuring out a way to reuse her chapstick tube to hide cheese in. Yes. It was amazing. This was a tweet this week um, from Valerie over at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. I've retweeted it. Um, I We have a story up on KSDK.com right now about it. And just go look at it. It's just funny. It's it's all in good fun. The fact that she's like, hmm, this is a good way this- to eat cheese. <laughs> I don't, can't really name a lot of bad ways to eat cheese. but My only problem is it's not big enough. <laughs> there you go. Can't yeah. fit enough in there. Well, I have a lot of empty lipstick tubes from just makeup That's use true. in general. It's got me thinking about that or just stick it in your pocket go on your live shot exactly just (laughs) casual cheese (laughs) casual cheese that's the name of our next podcast it's gonna be called casual cheese featuring (laughs) valerie's daughter all right okay speaking of more combinations though all right this one i'm down for too kfc is rolling out some chicken with donuts um, they're going to have it served up in a couple different ways, either as chicken with donuts on the sides and a little mm-hmm. like platter together, or as a chicken donut sandwich. Now, this is where I'm sort of bummed out because we just came back from Virginia Beach yes. in Norfolk. That's one of the test markets where they're doing this. Ah. I know. So we missed out there. It's also available in Richmond and Pittsburgh. So we'll see how it goes in those test markets. Maybe we'll be seeing it here in St. Louis soon. I would definitely try that because I think I'm not a huge fan of like the donut and burger thing. Mm-hmm. Um but we all know, faithful podcast listeners know how I feel about chicken and waffles. Yes. And then I also really love from, like, Retreat, their um, chicken and French toast. So French toast, what is French toast if not an elevated donut in a lot of ways? Yes. So really, I think this sounds pretty good. I will definitely try it if it makes its way here to St. Louis. Totally. If and when. Um, so 
besides, if you didn't have casual cheese or something that high <laughs> quality of a delicacy, hopefully you ate some good stuff this week. Dory, what's the best thing you had to eat this week? You know, I was racking my brain on this one, and I just kept coming back to Clementines. I know we we harp on Clementines a lot. They're not a sponsor, even they though they should swear be. They're they're not. <laughs> um, we just like happened to swing by one this week, and I got a waffle cone yes. with two different scoops. I had coffee and the Italian butter cookie. The Italian butter Ooh, good cookie. good combo idea. Yes, the Italian butter cookie. That's what I was really aiming for, and I needed something else to go with this. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the coffee. The coffee was good, but I was just like licking my way down to get oh, to that Italian amazing. butter cookie. It's just probably my favorite ice cream in town, I that's think. That's a good idea. You know, you should put like a... Something healthy as your top scoop, and then that Italian butter cookie there on the bottom, go. and then you'll like next thing you know you've eaten a whole, a whole scoop thing. of kale or something. <laughs> um, so last weekend, hopefully you made it out to Taste of St. Louis. Um, it was another good event in downtown. Good to see it downtown. Uh, good to see how many people came out for it downtown. Um, and I had so many good little things, and I tried really hard to sh- like sample from all different types of places. Um, one thing I tried from the Crispy Edge, which is in Tower Grove, it's a fun little restaurant. It's I've been all, wanting to go there. Yes, it's mm-hmm. all about different types of pot stickers. And I'll admit that sometimes I've had stuff there that just didn't really it kind of missed the mark, or I've had stuff there that was just so delicious. Um, I had to try though their St. Louis their STL Home Run pot sticker mm. because it had. What do you think it had on the outside of it? I mean, I'll give you like one guess. On the outside? Outside of it. I mean, Provel? Oh, no. That was actually a really good guess, though. (laughs) (laughs) So this had um, red hot riplets on the outside plus the seasoning. So it had a little bit of that. um, And it also had, like, Italian sausage on the inside. And so it was a very St. Louis pot sticker. That sounds amazing. I'm not going to say it was my favorite that I've ever had there. I'm trying to think. I mean, they have they kind of cycle through things in and out. I mean, whenever you have anything with euros, that's pretty good. They also do some good dessert pot stickers. I'm Ooh. not sure how long that this STL Home Run pot sticker is going to be there though. But it was it was good enough to like I could eat a plate of them. Yeah, it wasn't my. That just goes to show you though. I could eat a plate of something that's not even my favorite thing from Crispy Edge. I just love pot stickers. Nice. It was a, it was a good one. So that was last weekend though. Taste of St. Louis, one of our many events happening last weekend. Um, some more good events happening this weekend though. Um, starting with the Great Forest Park Balloon Race. Yes, that's not a explicitly food related event, but this is just so fun because of how big, especially the glow has gotten. Mm. That's my favorite part. And there's. Just they line the place with food trucks. So a lot of different food options there on Friday for the glow and Saturday for the race. Um, But the other nice thing is that you can pack a picnic too. So it is a food event in some ways, but it's just a good family event. It's one of my favorite St. Louis events for sure. Yeah, I've not made it to that yet, but I definitely want to get out there. Okay, so a couple other events going on this weekend. We've got Oktoberfest things getting underway. Belleville's got a huge one happening Friday and Saturday. It's one of the oldest ones in the area. Probably one of the bigger ones, too. Totally. Yep. Live music, big children's area. Oh, gosh, they have so much stuff. The Stein Holding Contest. Probably want to make your way up there. Um, A wiener dog race. A wiener dog race, too, yes. (laughs) Um, And then Saturday and Sunday, there's the Oktoberfest at Anheuser-Busch Beer Garden right there at the main brewery. Um, And if you don't want to, if you need an extra 
extra reason, I guess, to go over there. The Clydesdales are going to be there each day from 3 to 4. It's always fun when they make a St. Louis appearance. And, you know, yes, we're talking about German-related events, but wanted to do a quick shout-out. All weekend is the Hispanic Festival over in Soulard Park, and then over in Collinsville Friday and Saturday is the Italian Festival. Um, They're having a grape stomp, which I've always wanted to see in public or in in real life. In real life? Yes, yes. Not that one video. Or from I Love Lucy. That's what I always think about. So those are some fun things happening if you want to get a little cultural this weekend. Um, Or if you want to kind of keep it pretty uh, basic culture, there's the Bacon and Brunch Festival at Ballpark Village this weekend. Hello, yes. That's happening on Sunday from 11 to 3. It's in the new outdoor plaza they have there at Ballpark Village. Um, You do need tickets for this starting at $10, um, but they're going to have things like maple, maple bacon bread pudding, spicy jalapeno breakfast tacos, bacon with cocktails. Um, It's, I mean, Bloody Marys, which are like, a thing on a Sunday. Yes. So that's super fun. So that's happening on Sunday as well. So you don't have to get out of your comfort zone too yeah. much. You can keep it pretty STL this weekend. Yeah, and <laughs> if you want to keep it extra STL this weekend, also on Sunday is the STL Square Off, basically a St. Louis-style pizza competition. Uh, this is happening on the Hill at Barra Park from 1130 to 6.30. Now, they're not going to have just your typical St. Louis-style pizza places this will be your chance to kind of try out some other ones. So we've got like Guido's, Doghouse, Crusoe's, Shotzi's, Sliced Pint, D.B. Cooper's, Tavern on Main, and Cusinelli's, who I'm going to give a shout out to because they're from my stomping grounds in South County. Nice. And they were also last year's winner. So it's a, a good chance to get out there and try some other pizza. Tickets are required, but you get a slice from each place and um, you get to vote. So Awesome. I love it. And then this is just a quick bonus item, too, because um, I happen to be there and I'll be behind the bar, actually, as a guest bartender in some ways for the Harvest Fall pop-up. This is the ladies at the Women's Creative. They're amazing. I love them. They do these pop-up events. Um, It's happening on the Palladium on Sunday from 11 to 4. And for a couple of those hours, I'll be at least helping sling some cocktails. I'm not going to do too much on my own. I don't know. Or I you mean, can sling some vodka I cokes, right? Say, yeah, I'll come up with something. Shoot, maybe I should. But that's happening on Sunday as well. Um, all right. Well, let us know what you guys wind up doing this weekend. Let us know what you had to eat this week, what you packed for lunch, and what maybe what your little kid self would think about how you pack your lunch mm. these days. I would be very surprised with myself. Or I'd be psyched that I was able to have my own kitchen and make food that gave me leftovers. Maybe there you I'd go. be excited about that. Yeah. I don't know. We want to hear from you, though. Our Instagram is at Abby Eats St. Louis. Our email is podcast at ksdk.com. We'll be back in your feed next week with another small bite. Um, In the meantime, though, make sure you subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, and seize the plate.